Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown, and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. I am so glad that you are hanging out with us today. You know how we roll on Fridays. We talk about this week in world news. Well, today's show is actually being presented on a Sunday, <laughs> a special edition of the Cy Brown Morning Show. Friday, uh, I had to attend a technology conference in the city, and you know the this show this. The show that we started uh, when the new season started uh, this week in world news is far too important, um, and too much has happened over the last couple of days to wait until next Friday to cover world news, and all this week's shows are already set. So I wanted to get in uh, this week in world news because it's so incredibly important to me just to be able to share uh, from my perspective, what's going on around the world? It's there's a lot of stuff happening, and you know, one of the latest developments is this whole talks now, where there may be a conversation um, with one-on-one talks between the United States and and Iran. And for those of you who listen to the show, and for those of you who are new to the show, big shout out! Thank you for listening. <clears throat> but it's really important to understand uh, the implications of global decisions in our backyard. It seems like, or it may seem like, you know, that's over there somewhere or that's across the pond. I I actually was sharing a conversation with someone earlier today on how, you know, we, we need to start taking the long view. President Obama has said he takes the long view on a lot of things. And unfortunately, in our case, you know, a lot of times we're dealing with the immediacy of of important issues like food, clothing, and shelter. But those issues aside, it's really important that we we can, if at all possible, take the long view because a lot of decisions that are being made right now and a lot of uh, situations that are being tossed around will have implications on our lives and on the lives of our children and grandchildren in years to come, some of which we may not even be able to fathom at this point. So it's incredibly important in my heart that we understand what's going on around the world. And as a result, uh, we have started an online portal. I have this amazing editorial team, and we bring to you Sky Brown Global. And the, the, the online portal of, of CyBrownGlobal.com is designed to bring you breaking news and very important. You know, I have to say breaking and relevant because, you know, in this world of social media, something can be breaking uh, in, in a minute, and then you wait five minutes, and it's something else. But but breaking slash relevant, because we're not going to report on every little thing, but those issues that our editorial staff deems relevant uh, news to bring before you that really affects domestic economics policy and, and, and advocacy trends here in the states, here within our 50 states. And it's, it's just very, very important. So if you can and when you can, 
please log on to CyBrownGlobal.com because I believe you will be blessed and it will enlighten you to things that you may not have ever seen or thought or, or, or realized before. Our, our lead story right now is uh, the talks with, you know, comes from Reuters with uh, the United States. Really, you know, they're saying that they're denying a plan for one-on-one -on -one nuclear talks. Other reports are saying it's going to happen after the election. <clears throat> we really don't know. But before we get right into that story, I just want to share with you that Cyber Global is uh, updated five to, uh, six times a day uh, at 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 noon, uh, 3 p.m., and again at 6 p.m. I'm sorry, that's five times a day. And so you will get the news that is relevant and timely. So it's, it's my prayer that you just log on whenever you can. I want to jump right into this whole this whole situation with Iran, <clears throat> they're denying, like the United States is denying, plans for one-on-one -on -one nuclear talks. Now, a lot of people are saying that Iran is already developing um, nuclear weapons, and they already have what they need to develop these weapons. And, you know, past administrations have taken a very hard-line approach as it relates to our foreign policy on several fronts. So I'm hoping that President Obama uses the same measured conversation and measured approach when dealing with the delicacy of what can happen between these two countries. Remember, I've been going on and on to say that there are 190-plus countries in this world. How long can the United States hold on to dominance? How long can they really be the ones who are the shiznit? <laughs> Without saying it any other way, you know, we need to understand that, that there's a lot of stuff happening and there's a lot of stuff going on around the world, and we can't be so razzled and dazzled by my, uh, you know, 16 and pregnant and honey boo boo and all these other things that are on TV that keep us out of the loop and keep us disconnected and disengaged from real issues that affect our economies and real issues that are going to affect um, our finances and economics in many years to come. So it's important that you take a look at these topics and really embrace them and understand how we can really, really better ourselves. I, I'm just going to read a snippet from uh, this article. It is uh, posted on, I'm posting it literally right now. The chat room is open, by the way. So for those of you who are listening to this show live, please log on to the chat room and you can and we can connect with each other. And for those of you who are listening to this podcast through iTunes, you can uh, just go to facebook.com forward slash Show, and you'll be able to read the full, the full story. So anyway, I just want to read a part of it, and then we'll open up the floor for dialogue and commentary to dial into today's show to listen while while the show is live or to just add comments please dial 347-633-9113 again the call in number is 347-633-9113 let's get right into this uh, I strongly encourage you to do some research you are not going to learn about our talks with Iran in a day however uh, the journey of a million miles starts with one step. So I encourage you to, to 
be present in your life and take one step, two steps, three steps as you start to understand the importance of these global issues. So according to Reuters, which is a trusted international news source, they're saying that um, Iran followed the United States on Sunday, which is today, October 21st, 2012, in denying that the two countries had scheduled direct bilateral negotiations on Iran's controversial nuclear program. The New York Times is quoted naming an, uh, an unnamed United States administration official saying that there had been secret exchanges between the U.S. and Iranian officials that had yielded an agreement, and this is in quotations, in principle to hold one-on-one -on -one talks. Well, that's not enough. You can do anything in principle or in theory, but, it, but that's not enough. It's not concrete. And the Iranian uh, foreign minister, Ali Akbar Salahi, said, we don't have any discussions or, no, or negotiations with America, with America. And he said that in a, in a, in a news conference. Um, and he went on to say, and this is a direct quote, the nuclear talks are ongoing with the P5 plus one group of nations. Other than that, we have no discussions with the United States. Well, you can't get any more clear than that. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty blatant right there. For those of you who are not familiar, the P5 plus one group comprises of the permanent members of the United Nations Security Council, which is the United Nations, Britain, China, France, and Russia, <clears throat> and the plus one is Germany. Let me repeat that. The P5 plus one group, and you can Google it, do your own research, um, comprises of the permanent members of the United Nations Security Council, which is the United States, Britain, China, France, and Russia, plus Germany, which is widely considered as the world's superpowers. The United States has uh, been working with the P5 plus one to pressure Iran on its nuclear program, but they haven't had very good results. Uh, other Western you know, powers allege that the program is aimed at developing nuclear weapons, but Tehran says it's purely peaceful. I don't know how you can develop nuclear weapons and say it's peaceful. It, I just don't get it. Um, the White House is denying the newspaper report, which came in two days before President Barack Obama faces um, president, uh, presidential nominee Mitt Romney on the foreign policy debate. Now, we know tomorrow night it will be the third and final debate between President Obama and presidential contender Mitt Romney, and the core is foreign policy. Now, if, if what happens tomorrow is any indication of what has happened in the last two debates, Mitt Romney will be very dismissive of the moderator and push his own agenda. So we can expect the foreign policy debate, and I can only assume talks on Iran to really take center stage tomorrow. But um, I think he's going to push it. My personal feeling is that Mitt Romney is going to take it back to um, the economy here at home. But nonetheless, um, it should be about Iran and our global exchanges with our allies and those who are not allies of our country as we address the long-term sustainability of our economy, economic issues, policies, and other issues that affect how we plan on growing as we move through this century. Right now, um, United Nations Security Council um, spokesman Tony Vetter is saying it's not true that the United States and Iran have agreed to one-on-one -on -one talks or any meeting after the American elections. A lot of news reports are saying that they will meet, but it has to be after the election. You know, my, my biggest issue with these, with these damn elections is this. 
if everybody's out freaking campaigning, who's governing at this time? And it almost lends to the fact that our president and all these people really don't do much. Now, don't run with what I just said about Obama not doing much. Put it into context. If he's out campaigning and giving speeches and doing appearances, who is actually running this country? And if, in fact, he has a system or systems in place to run the country while he's virtually not there and he's out campaigning, then what impact or what role do all of, does that system play when he is in Washington, if any at all? So, you know, the same thing goes to Mitt Romney and others who are uh, who may be currently in office, but they're out campaigning. How are you able to effectively govern if your goal is to do fundraisers and get yourself reelected? So it almost puts us in a whole lame duck year, or every time it's an election year, you just assume nothing's going to get done because everybody's out campaigning. I, I don't know. I'm not in politics. I follow it because... I know my people died in order for my for me to have a right to vote and to have a voice and to be able to do a morning show that brings real and relevant issues. Um, but you know, if you if the United States National Security Council is saying that they they have not agreed to talk after the after the election, then maybe that's just not so. So. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm, I'm still getting over my cold. Um, so it, it, it begs us to look at what is going to happen and what's going to happen in our future. I will share this with you. Um, he, he went on to say, Tommy Vetter, who is the U.S. Uh, National Security Council spokesman, said, we will continue to work with the P5 plus one on a diplomatic solution and have said from the outset that we would be prepared to meet bilaterally. That's a quote. So it's almost like they say one thing, but then they're going to say something else to contradict what they just said. It, to me, it just looks like, well, what are we going to do? Can somebody make a decision and say if we're going to meet with these people or not? So, you know, let me, let me just cover a couple more points as it relates to um, Iran. Now, it was said um, that we may have talks, that Iran would hold talks with the P5 plus one, not necessarily directly with the United States, because that was one of the sticking points. Um, and then this is a quote, according to the Iranian Student News Association, probably in late November, well, that's after the election, which is what Tommy uh, Vetter just said we wouldn't do. But the spokesman for um, the EU foreign policy, um, Chief Catherine Ashton, who is, she's coordinating the efforts of the P5 plus one, said, and this is a direct quote, we hope that we will pick up discussion soon, but there's no date at the moment. So it's almost like, the, you know, remember the game of telephone where you whisper something into somebody's ear and then by the time it gets down to the last person, it's not even the same damn story? Remember that? Well, that's what this sounds like because, you know, the, the Iranian people are saying, the spokespeople, well, we're not meeting with them, but maybe we'll meet with the P5 plus one. And then the United States is saying, well, we didn't agree to talk to them directly. Okay, well, if we're not going to talk directly, are they going to talk to us with Germany and Russia and France and Britain? Well, we didn't really say that either. And then you wonder why the American voting public is frustrated. You wonder why they're, 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 they have very little hope in our elected officials, you wonder why that there's this just level of disenchantment or just this feeling of like um, 
I don't know. Maybe melancholy is the word. I have to look up the right word to express how I feel and how I think others feel. Um, disheartened, disappointed, unmotivated. I want to find a real good SAT word that expresses exactly how I feel. And I'm sure many other people feel. When you hear this back and forth and you hear this he said, she said, can somebody just make a decision? I I attended a leadership summit um, a few weeks ago, and one of the things they said that frustrates people the most about leaders is that they just lead, and they just can't make a solid decision. And it's so incredibly important that people just make a ding-dong decision. Our life and future depends on it. And if we if looking at our leaders and our elected officials, and we're hopeful that they can make a decision to get our country down the right road, and they can't even agree when they're going to meet or when they're not going to meet, how how much can we really hold out? How can we hold out faith that our country really is moving in the right direction if we don't even know what we're going to do about Iran or a story as important or or an issue as important as um, nuclear weapons, which Iran is not denying that they've made or are making? I, I don't know. I, I just want to go on. I want to cover two more points because I want to cover what um, the New York Times has continued to say about this story. Um, the New York Times said Iran, and this is coming now. This is another bullet point coming from Reuters. The New York Times said Iran had insisted that its direct talks with Washington should not begin until after the U.S. election on November 6, which will determine whether Obama serves a second term or is succeeded by Romney. The report looked likely to fan campaign debate over foreign policy, where Romney has been accusing Obama of being an ineffective leader who has left the country vulnerable. He has also accused Obama, this is Mitt Romney, of failing to give adequate support to Israel, which sees the prospect of nuclear arm Iran as a threat to its existence and has tried in vain to persuade Obama to spell out what the point the United States would use to force to prevent Iran from acquiring nuclear weapons. Now, a lot of people would say that Obama is dragging his feet, um, and for some instances I would say he does as well. Um, but we also don't understand the complete and full backstory. There's a reason why he rocks the way he does. And when, when it comes to national security and things like that, we really can't question the president too, too much because we don't have all the facts. I think we can't present a compelling argument to agree or disagree with any decisions that the president makes because we're never going to be presented with all of the facts because of the risk, the security risk of releasing classified information. Now, it's kind of a, a catch-22 because through the Freedom of Information Act, we are entitled to know things up until a certain point. But how much can we really know before it starts to impact national security? So that's why I think we have to be a little slow to judge and even less swift to speak when passing judgment on President Obama or his foreign policy issues because 
Mitt Romney can say, well, Obama is not working swiftly enough with Israel on this issue, but we don't really know what conversation he has had with Israel. All we know is what we see in the media, and we all know how trustworthy corporate media is. You can trust me because I'm independent. I'm coming from the, straight from the heart of Saida. Um, but, you know, corporate media, we, can we really trust everything that comes from them? So we really don't know. We really don't know what conversation he's had with Israel, what, the, what that conversation, or if a conversation has even taken place. And it's very disingenuous for Romney to allude to those things because he knows we don't have all the facts. Hell, he probably doesn't even have all the facts, and he's running for president. They have something called the Presidential Daily Briefing, a PDF, and he gets a report first thing in the morning of what's going on, just a snapshot, you know, those like cliff notes. Remember when you were in college and you want, you were supposed to read a book and didn't feel like reading it and you just got the cliff notes? You know, he gets a, a, a summary of all the hot issues so that he knows. Now, from what I understand, Mitt Romney um, has a variation of that as a, as, a, as a presidential contender. He needs to know as well. But I'm sure he doesn't know everything. You know, just like he's going on saying, well, unemployment has risen during President Obama's presidency. Well, hell, of course it did because of the events that started before he became president. So it's just it's just another one of those disingenuous statements. And I'm glad that, you know, New York Times, which is notoriously liberal, um, you know, has made made a point to just share some of this information, you know, big up to their editorial board. But I would like to say this, and this is uh, this is the last quote that I want to share with <clears throat> with you all before you know before we run out of time. Um, but it's so this issue is so incredibly important on so many levels as far as foreign policy goes, as far as foreign relations goes, as far as domestic economic policy goes, as far as our relationships with our allies such as Israel. There's just so many sides to this, and that's why I believe it's just important to share with you every single day what's going on globally and how it affects us. You know, here's here's the big sticking point. Iran has repeatedly denied Israel's right to exist, period, period. They're just saying Israel shouldn't even be here. Now, who are we or who is anybody to say anybody has a right to exist? As a black person, white people felt we didn't have a right to exist except if it was to clean their toilets or pick their cotton fields. That's why I'm saying a lot of these issues that happen on a global and international level affect us in so many ways here at home that we really just have to be aware. An Iranian Revolutionary Guard commander was quoted as praising the launch, listen to this, praising the launch of a drone into Israeli airspace by the Iranian-backed Lebanese militant group Hezbollah. And this is a direct quote. The issue showed that the Zionists parenthetically speaking, the Israelis, and the Americans must know that no place is safe for them anymore. Mohsen Kamani said, as was quoted by saying as far as F-A-R-S. Separately, the Guard's top commander, Mohammed Ali Jafari, said he saw no chance of a military strike on Iran. <laughs> Going back to he said, she said, but nobody's making a decision. Jafari's comments were in contrast to a statement last month in which he said he expected Israel eventually to go beyond threats and attack Iran. Well, you know, if somebody was telling me I don't have a right to exist, you better watch out because I'm coming for you. 
So I think it's just the United States has to be very careful where they, where, when it, as it relates to uh, nation building in Iraq and Afghanistan, where we place our military as far as national defense goes, and how we get involved with other people's issue with somebody else. You know, that's kind of like your girlfriend's mad at her man, and then you jump in, and then they end up getting back together, or even they don't, and one person kills the other person, and you get hurt because you were just trying to do Like, we just have to be careful. And, you know, as it relates to the sustainable economic growth of our country, it is just my prayer that the president is guided by, again, the measured spirit that lives in him. So he is cautious with his words, swift to think, but slow to speak. On that note, I want to thank you all for listening today. Um, you've been listening to This Week in World News, a special edition um, for the Cy Brown Morning Show. Please follow us on Twitter at Cy Brown. I'm also on Instagram. And, you, you know, you can always uh, find past shows on iTunes. And you can definitely log on to Cy Brown Morning Show weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and catch the show live if you happen to be listening to this through a podcast. Again, remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much for listening, and I will definitely see you next time at 11.